Welcome everyone to the second part of our double feature, but for you, it's been a week. My name is Larry, and I'm one of the hosts of the Here's Johnny podcast. Uh, I am Justin, the other host. Hey, oh, uh, before I forget, uh, I can talk about some stuff. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> the two games I've been reviewing, <laughs> one was great and one was a piece of shit. <laughs> um, one is called Atlas Fallen, uh, just... And we can forget about it ever existing. Okay. Um, okay. The other is a game I've been uh, kind of watching for a while called Stray Gods. Um, it okay. is a. They have coined it a role playing musical. Um, and okay, you have my attention. It is like a weird visual novel musical. Uh, okay. It. This is like first ten minutes kind of stuff. Um, it's all about like Greek gods and the god Calliope, who is a mew, who's me, like the muse, um, basically turns up like dying on your doorstep and she dies in your arms and you like inherit her power and you become like the muse. So your thing okay. is like, you can make people reveal their deepest feelings through song. Um, it's fucking amazing. Okay. <laughs> is it on PC? Oh yeah, uh, right. it comes I'll out. Add it to my wish list. It comes out on August tenth, which is like, I guess four days after <laughs> it. This today, when this recording comes out, is four days uh, after it came out. It's amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like player agency in the songs, which is weird, and I've never seen that. But I mean, there's really there's only one other like musical game I know of called Karma Flow, which okay. is awesome because it's all about that. Karma flows all about heavy metal, uh, yeah. but this is definitely like in the rock opera genre of musicals. Okay, um, okay. Well, meatloaf. Uh, yes, but no. Like, <laughs> um, but it, it, the voice cast is like outstanding. It's like Troy Baker, Laura Bailey. Okay, okay. Um, and was this a when you went out there a couple months ago? Was this one of the things they were doing? Because didn't you meet both those people? So this was the thing I was supposed to go to. Okay. Um, but, oh, uh, who is, where is she? The, there is somebody in this game that we know. Devin Seidel. No. Um, it, one of the composers, I believe, of uh, Silent Hill. Okay. Not, but like okay. the musical part of the silent, like the like vocal part of the Silent Hill stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is involved in it, but uh, yeah, it's got like a crazy cast like Felicia Day, uh, Raul Coley, uh, Laura Bailey, Ashley Johnson. Like, there's a ton of people in it. Uh, cool. It's fantastic. Anyways, I just want to talk about it because I finally can, and it's amazing. no, it's perfect. Yeah. That's so it. we don't have a, besides that we don't have a lot to like discuss what's been new because we've been doing stuff. Oh wait, so just. There's one more thing I can talk about. Okay. Uh, the other day, as we're recording this, Larry, so yesterday, uh -huh. um, I played a new Walking Dead game that is like a social deduction game. So you're in a group. Oh, man, that of... is a fran just like the zombies. That's a franchise that won't die. <laughs> Fuck, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so you're in a group. There's like eight people. Two people are traders, and like other, you know, the rest are, have like different roles. Basically, the goal is you have 30 minutes to like escape. Um, this like little small town before the horde comes. It was okay. 
I don't know. It's more Walking Dead, and I'm just I'm kind of over it at this point. Yeah, I've been over it I was for over a it very long two. time. Yeah, I've been over it since season two. At uh, the I, I will say the VR. Uh, Saints you and said good game, things about it. Those are like some of the best experiences you can have in VR. And I know games. people like the Telltale games. Like, that's not my kind of game, but I've only heard good things about that too. Yeah. Uh, if you like, if you do not like the Telltale game, I would not look into Stray Gods. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I I don't care for that. No. Yeah. Then do, do, don't get straight guys. It's not your. It won't will not be your jam. There's not a lot of like gameplay. It's a lot of just like conversational choices that you make, basically. Understood. Understood. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I'm I'm done now. So final prayer <laughs> yes. is a forced entry by our patron Rachel, who we love dearly. She's yes. been very busy, um, changing house, being on a ton of super cool projects, including like hosting a panel on comic-con so this whole episode is kind of dedicated to her so i have a quiz for you justin okay we'll ask you some questions and need your answer to them okay okay what's your stance on love is it love love kind of a loner secretly i love it like i don't know i would kill for love i have a lot of crushes i get super attached i think i've been in love or plenty of room for more. I love love. I, don't know. <laughs> I think love love. Yeah, perfect. Okay. What about blood? I tend to bleed a lot. It's there. It doesn't bother me. I want it, but I'm cool. Like yum. I want it now. What the F- fuck are you reading? <laughs> must fight, urge, or ooh, like blood, blood. Uh, I bleed a lot, but also it doesn't really bother me. <laughs> you can pick whatever okay. one between those two. I don't care. <laughs> okay. People call you sporty, helpful, reserved, charming, mysterious, annoying, energetic, passionate, or a homebody. Uh, passionate or homebody. One of those two. Which one? Let's go passionate. What's your favorite kind of meat? Chicken, turkey, boar, beef, pork, deer, I don't eat meat, I don't know, or humans? <laughs> um, I like chicken, but fuck. If somebody pulls a ham out, ugh. But I like, I like, mm, let's go chicken. I like chicken a lot. I like chicken a lot, too. It's a good choice. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Extreme compassion, turning into an animal, reading minds, manipulating emotion, a magic shield, seeing the future, wait, I need more time to choose, I want them all, or nah, I'm cool. Nah, I'm cool. Which one is the coolest instrument? Guitar, piano, saxophone fiddle flute cello banjo drums or the voice duh uh, saxophone what's your favorite body part <laughs> back <laughs> smile feet hands skin eyes hair abs or that's a weird question <laughs> that's a weird question where do you spend your dream honeymoon? South Africa, a road trip, Brazil, 
Paris, a southern mansion, Hawaii, Italy, hunting somewhere, or I don't care. Uh, road trip, because that's kind of what I did. And finally, what is your opinion on vampires? I want to be one. They're not all demonic. Monsters? Gross? Burdens? Powerful? More friends, yay! Like hot ones or wait what wait hot ones <laughs> doing with the like, like hot ones yeah like hot ones fuck yeah why not <laughs> i figured as soon as you started reading the blood question i was like all right this is gonna come around to vampires so this was a quiz for what twilight character are you okay. you are jessica stanley i don't know who that is either did i and if they didn't provide me a gif of her i wouldn't either it's uh what's her name from pitch perfect I'm looking up Jessica Stanley. Oh, um... It's Bella's oh, human high school friend. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick, thank you. That How is the fuck that did is, I forget Anna Kendrick's name? That is your Twilight character. Should I do it real quick? I won't read them off again, but I can click on them real quick. Yeah, sure. I, yeah, I, I, can, I can see that. I like Anna Kendrick. She's hilarious, so... Yeah, that's a good one. You're, you're a human. You're a cool human. And you tolerate <laughs> your friend's idiosyncrasies. My stance on love. Um, I would kill for love. Yeah, I, I want to hear your choices. What about blood? I want it now. People You're... call you passionate. What's your favorite kind of meal? I wish there was pizza because I would pick pizza. Um, of those, I have to go chicken still too. One superpower, what would it be? Manipulating emotions coolest instrument the piano favorite body part skin where would you spend your dream honeymoon haunted southern mansion and my opinion of vampires i want to be one ah son of a bitch <laughs> i'm you bella swan uh, for our listeners, I'll include the link to this BuzzFeed quiz in the show notes if you want to take it. But with that, Rachel, we love you. Let's get into this review of Final Prayer. Yeah, what's this fellow here? He looks like an agreeable local bumpkin type. Hi, uh, can you tell us where the church is, Randy? Yeah, like, you know, it's a big pointy building with a spire on top. Please be quiet. Now we're going to examine the altar. And here's the crucifix. Must cross-check crucifix against video footage. Deacon, what we saw up there was not normal. Was not normal. Like I you mentioned... You were going for Edward, weren't you? <laughs> I was trying very hard <laughs> to get Mr. Colin, yes. Instead, I am Bella. Probably because of the chicken. I think the chicken dance. No, I think was... it's because you wanted to be a vampire. Who doesn't want to be a vampire? Yeah, but Edward, wouldn't he be like, I'm powerful, not... Oh, oh, I he's like, be I, one. I'm cursed, I'm damned, my soul is ruined. Oh, well then he doesn't want to be one. Ew, yuck, or whatever. <sighs> Coward. Okay, well, I had to be honest. It was a BuzzFeed quiz, after all. So, Justin... <laughs> Uh, Final Prayer, or yep. The Borderlands, um, was picked by Rachel. It was her page for the fourth century. 
Um, like I said, she's been super busy, so we were not able to kind of work with her to get um, audio. She's able to get it to me before this episode goes live because there is some time. I might splice it in, but we don't have it right now. I can. I might be seeing her when I go on this trip. So, future Larry here, Rachel did get it to us. So here are her thoughts on why she selected Final Prayer. Hey guys, Rachel here. Obviously. I'm sending in a little message about the movie that I forced you guys to watch for the religious season. Um, I picked a little film called Borderlands, also known as Final Prayer, because I feel like it's one of those movies that there's a good chance that neither of you guys have seen, which is kind of tricky to do because, you know, you're both horror buffs and you have a pretty extensive knowledge of horror films. Um, And this was one that I kind of found by accident. And there's nothing I like more than finding in what I what I deem to be a hidden gem. And what I think is so interesting about this movie is the way that it blends different genres. It starts off kind of as a found footage haunted house almost. And, you know, it's in a church in this small town. And so you're kind of like, well, is this demonic possession? Is this folk horror? What what am I working with here? And then the thing I love the very most happens, which is we get a surprise bleak as hell ending with a bit of a Lovecraftian elder God twist. So yeah, this is why I picked this one for you. Cause I figured neither of you had seen it. It came out of nowhere for me. And, um, I feel like it has such a haunting ending, regardless of how you ended up feeling about this movie. I don't think that you'll forget it. And if you like it, like me, you'll be like, you know, there's a movie you probably haven't seen. Uh, it's a deep cut. Check it out. Anyway, I hope you did end up liking it or at least not hating it. <laughs> Thanks for letting me, uh, you know, do a force thing. Um, and I love you guys. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, I won't push this live then until like next Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, like for I was, I was going to edit them both. I was going to edit them both. I mean, I'm going to see her on Monday probably, and I can be like, hey, then Rachel. I will wait till Monday. Okay. okay. Uh, so the Borderlands, which we're calling Final Prayer, that's what it was released as in the U.S. Thank you, yep. Justin, for figuring that out. <laughs> You're is welcome. A 20, <laughs> is a 2013 British horror film from Elliot Goldner in his directorial debut, and he also wrote the script for this film. He did not have a Wikipedia page. Oh, so he hasn't gone on to do anything else or um again you... i was as i mentioned when you and i were first uh recording like even before we started recording i was very busy at work today which is like oh. uh other things that he has done are locked up abroad hometown horror the lake erie murders and terror in the woods i've never heard of them It debuted at the London Fright Film Festival. It stars Gordon Kennedy, Robin Hill, and Aidan McCardle. And I was unable to find any budget information or how much the film had made post-debut. I do have some trivia. Okay. A lot of the reactions of terror from the actors were real, as they were all suffering from claustrophobic confines of the case. That's interesting. Yeah. That's (laughs) kind of fucked up. (laughs) We'll get to that. Uh, the pub featured in the film, called the Union Inn, provided the catering for the film. Oh, interesting. Okay, that was kind of cool, right? Yeah. Uh, the Irish priest is named Mark Amadin. 
Throughout the movie, he refuses to believe that there are any supernatural forces at work. Amadon, in Irish, means fool. Hmm. This film was completed days before its premiere at the 2013 Fright Fest in London. Jeez. <laughs> so a quick plot synopsis is we have three men. Deacon, which confused me so much because like Deacon is also like a role. Of yeah. A person in the well, when he started right? calling him Deacon, I'm not even like I, a churchy person, and I was like, wait. Okay, what? so you too. Because I was yeah. starting to get messed up. So we have Deacon, who is a religious former pastor. It sounds like. Yeah. We have Gray, who is just like an English guy, but he's really good at technology. And we have Father Amadon, who I mentioned earlier, uh, who is an actual practitioner of the Catholic faith, who are sent by the Vatican to check out some spooky activity in a recently reopened church in the English countryside. Yeah. When they get there, they meet the father of this church, and he tells them about a miracle that took place. Um, a lot of things are moving around. Um, the first night they're there, some people burn a sheep. A, sh- a sheep? A sheep? A sheep. A sheep? Yeah. Sheep? The sheep... Sh- it's never really said that out loud before. So sheep is also sheep plural because it's not sheeps. It's sheep. Fuck. They burn, a, they, they burn a sheep outside the house. <laughs> yeah. It screams and it's absolutely terrible. Luckily, we don't see a whole lot of it, but the sounds alone are terrible. Um, they go to the church and the the father is like attacked when he finds this little like nook in the wall. Um, they go back. The father is like just not really doing well. And but they're starting to hear these noises while they're at the church. Um, also, while they're there, it's at this point where the father of the church throws himself off the top of the building. Yep. My question about that is, we're going to get into this. Is like, did you think when that happened, is like, who's up there recording? Because this is a found footage movie. No, it was uh, the other guy. The... Why was he up there? What's that? Why was he up there? Because he followed him up there, remember? Okay, I actually rewinded it because I was so confused. It's like, how is there a camera up there? Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, so after the death of the pastor, they go. Uh, Deacon and Gray go to the bar, and they're kind of like harassed by the locals. Um, Deacon is upset. He goes back to the church. He finds a door hidden behind this bookshelf. Yep. He starts looking around in it, but he realizes that there's too much going on, and he's not trying to mess with it, but he's also hearing some creepy noises. Without talking to the pastor, he gets a hold of an exorcist from the Vatican to come and help them check it out. The uh, the pa- the father, Mark, is like pissed off. And they decide to do one last thing to try to exorcise it. The, exorci- the exorcist is kind of telling them that the, the church took over a lot of pagan ritual sites and built over top of them in order to try to like wipe out the pagan deities but all they really did was kind of like produce like homing mechanisms for them yeah so this leads to our final galactic thing where all the cameras go crazy um, the exorcist priest gets attacked and killed um, Mark gets drugged down into this door that was behind the bookcase and so Gray and Deacon start going down there as they start going down there, the tunnels are getting tighter and tighter. It's getting very freaky. And then they start going down this very narrow passage passageway. Um, 
it is at this point realized that this passageway is like a throat or an esophagus or some kind of part of a living beast yeah and the tunnels start pushing out like this like ooze that's like melting their skin and the movie ends with gray screaming and deacon reading the lord's prayer yeah it's a pretty messed up ending <laughs> yeah um so let's start with plot jay okay, okay. um i thank you take the lead i wasn't sure where this was going um i i was almost certain for the majority of the time it was going to be like your typical haunted church um obviously like it was but in a weirdly different way it seemed very like folk horry yes um by the end uh clearly um but it was also very slow yeah <laughs> um i feel like not a lot happened um there if was we a were lot... to compare it to the last exorcism which was another found footage religious horror movie that we did yes nothing really big happens until like the end of the second act and obviously the third act yes but we're still like building stuff we're still building our characters we're building the world we're building the things around it i feel like for the first like hour and 15 minutes until the bookcase discovery yeah everything was kind of just there yeah because like we do get like like right before that or maybe even like a day before that we get like obviously like the the father committing suicide and oh, sorry i got something in my eye um and then you're uh, right oh yeah i'll be fine um okay. and then i think it's just like an eyelash or something um and then um gray or not gray um oh my god the actual vatic guy from the vatican um the exorcist no the other one amadon the fool yes amadon um he has like a weird experience where he like looks up a hole in the wall basically and then like yeah. they find him with ear blood coming out of his ears but the problem is is like there there seems to be like it, there was like a lot of build up in this movie but i never felt like we were really pushing forward with the narrative until the very end my biggest and, problem with this movie is going to come and it affects everything else but it's the way it's shot uh that's fair yeah <laughs> i will say even though it was kind of like not bored but just like really not like invested the moment that we went down into the tunnels it changed and i'm disappointed that we spent so little time down there because i felt that that was super cool stuff yeah i i agree i think uh when we see the tunnel and we kind of get the I, I don't want to say like background lore to like what's going on, but like yeah, we, with, about the old pagan deities being covered up and trying to escape. Yeah, yeah. When we get like the real reveal of like what's really been going on, that's when it gets interesting. It's the lead up, all this like build up that mm -hmm. is kind of just like I wish like, there were it, more crumbs to the lead, yes, to the, yeah, or like more just like more something needed to happen to like liven it up a little bit even 
I give it a five and a half for plot. I gave it a five. The cinematography, I'm not going to be very kind to. Um, and I'm curious I, what you think, because you are notorious for not liking found footage. I mean, hey, guess what? It's a found footage movie, and I do not like found footage movies. I know. Um, it was why it was a big risk for me to have you watch Last Exorcism anyway, but I had faith that it would, it would hold up. Yeah, so I it's when we were in the final act of the movie, it was fine because I felt yes. like the almost like, like the Blair Witch of it, right? The run through, yeah, it's not, like the yeah, the like discombobulating, like not really knowing what's going on, like added to it. Yeah, but before that, it was very like not disjointed, but bumpy yes bumpy and like i didn't get motion sick but there was definitely okay points. i was worried about it there was so a there was scenes. definitely points where i was like because i warned you because i was yeah, like hey, yes like... you did <laughs> <laughs> um there was points where i was like i just kind of like stared off into the center space and was like i can tell what's going on but if i look i am going to feel nauseous um yeah, I don't really like how this is shot at all. Um, except for at the end when it works, yeah. we're we're like we really get that sense of claustrophobia. So when it comes to found footage for me, I think there's this very fine line between it look because people like my my favorite scary movie of all time is a found footage movie. There's a yeah. very fine line between the camera being too camera work being too clean to it being too sloppy. And yes. I feel like you could fall either way. Like Blair Witch 2016. It, it was too refined, right? And they kind of took away a lot of the scares because it didn't feel like it was actually someone recording it. In this one, it felt like there was someone with a handheld recording it. Yeah. And it made it really hard to watch. But you kind of covered that. My biggest problem, though, Justin, is there were times where, like, the camera would be focusing, like, on a room, like, when they were in the cottage or, like, when on the church. And, like, I think we were being intended to see something. And I didn't really notice anything. And I'll try to respect the lighting if it was too dark. There were times, like, do you hear that? And I literally didn't hear anything. Like I said, I literally had to rewind because I thought, like, I was trying to figure out who pushed the pastor off the church. Like, I was like, who's up there recording it? I was super confused. Like, I, there were just times where, like, where I just, like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's me, but, like, I didn't hear the things they wanted me to hear. I wasn't tracking what they wanted me to track, and I was getting lost with my characters. Yeah, I would agree. Um, the, Actually, one of my main problems with this movie is the fact that i like they would so many times like oh did you say that or did you say something or did, oh hey yeah. did you move this and i'm like what are you hearing because i'm not hearing anything it okay. is like okay so i'm not alone and like i no. don't like listening to subtitles the first time i watch it's been particular a horror movie mainly because like i feel like because i watched in particular, I watched Midsummer with my friends, and they've had the they had the subtitles on, and that gives away a lot of the plot because I it's will, like because you're. I will tell you it. this. Uh huh. Once you have kids, that that'll change, man. <laughs> I literally I watch everything with subtitles. Like so, I watched this last night. Kids aren't here. I fucking was like, no, we can't watch this. Until, yeah, we see, could like, not I, watch it until I we avoided had it at all costs. I had to turn up to seventy five. Like, and I just. And, and that's why that's when I gave up. I was like, like I, I'm not hearing this. So I, that's the interesting thing is even with the subtitles, there was like, it was just like silence, silence, silence. And then obviously like, did you say so that or did you say something? So weird. I, I don't know if it was like, 
in their heads and we were meant to like be confused well but see we were work. hearing it later though <laughs> like yeah. when it was like a big sound we heard it so we really should have they should have either done you hear it every single time or you don't hear Never it hear and it's it. all in their yeah. heads but kind of like convey that in a way but I will say even though I was really disappointed in the cinematography for this I truly loved the final sequence down in the caverns yes I, I, I do think the final sequence really saves this from being like a bad movie if I'm being honest with you um, yeah because it was really cool and it was it was shot in such because it's like a found footage it feels very like obviously it's not one shot because they're kind of switching back and forth uh, but they do a really good job of like instantly making you feel like you're completely turned around and lost we'll get to how scary but like the caverns the caves like that yeah it's not my thing man yeah it was really stressful to watch so because of all that I gave cinematography a 4 okay interesting I give it a five. Audio. Um, they shouldn't have named that motherfucker Deacon. <laughs> I was so fucking confused. Yeah. See, because like Deacon's a religious name, and it, 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 I got messed up with my characters, and like I, I wish they had picked more clear names for the characters. So that that's a big gripe I have. Maybe that's plot, but like, no, I, I they were talking that, to each other. It was hard to tell who was talking to who. Yeah, see, the I really liked the actor for Deacon, if I'm being yes. honest. Um, and I thought that him and I like Gray. Yes, Gray I came across as like very freaked out and like pissed off that he was wrapped up in this. Yes, and I think they played off each other really well. It's actually when they started adding in the other characters. I, I agree. Like, yeah, oh, I'm with you. Like, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, those two shined well together, and everybody else was bringing them down. Yeah, and it was like when they were all in a group it was like they were ruined they were ruining the experience um, and it worked well because the final sequence was those two together yeah absolutely but like my again my biggest gripe with the audio is like this movie would go from one of the quietest movies i've ever seen to yeah. one of the fucking loudest movies aggressively I've seen. loud aggressively like, loud to the point where every time something clanged and clattered i had to like quickly turn it down because it was hurting my ears um, that happened to me too like i told you, i had it cranked up all the way because i was trying to like hear these spooky sounds or whatever and i would i, I have my finger the whole movie on the mute button so i could hit it real quick to turn it down before it scared the dogs yeah it was it was very poorly mixed yeah. um yeah and i don't really think there was much of a soundtrack if any um if there was one there's no i literally watched it yesterday so that i can remember from it yeah, either can I. Like I said, it's kind of hard because I, I do think that Deacon and Gray do great jobs acting. I really enjoyed them. Everyone else kind of brings them down. so that they're bad. It's just that they just don't fit that vibe. But I can't give it a high audio score when, like, the mixing is so slop, not sloppy, but, like, just rough. Yeah. And the fact that, like, they kept saying, do you hear that? And then we wouldn't hear it. But then later on, we would hear it. And like you said, like, you got to pick a lane. Yeah, exactly. So because of all that, like, all encompassing, I gave it a four again. I gave it a four as well this time. How scary. So this was on the track to a one for a while for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but like I have intimated, I don't like closed spaces. 
I don't like watching people climb in caves. I don't like watching the ceiling get tighter and their bodies get squished. God, we how have we not watched Descent? I don't know. That's when we should. That's when we definitely should do because that movie fucks me up. Yeah, that but movie, that might that has a chance to like be up there with the thing. We should do so. We should do a back to back week of the Descent and then the, the Descent two. I don't think the Descent two is as strong as the Descent. I haven't one. seen the Descent two. I've I, I've never heard good things, so I never watched it. Oh, but it like it does in a weird way complete the story. We. I will add that to our potentials. The Descent. Okay. Um, up there with Blair Witch Volume two. Fuck. Which we need to figure it. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah so like the the beginning part of the movie because of the sound mixing because of the way it was shot. I was just, just never scared. I wasn't scared of seeing the bodies outside. When the lamb was screaming, yeah, it was like super rough in my ears, but it wasn't scary. Yeah. Um, the stuff happening in the church because the way the camera was going, it didn't freak me out. Like when the pastor got knocked in the head and he was bleeding out the ears, like he said, nothing happened. But I was like, but like, I felt like that should clearly be something did. Wasn't. Yeah. But it wasn't. Um, but for me, I did start getting fearful when he started pulling the books off that bookcase and opened that tunnel. Oh, the second the tunnel got introduced, I was like, nope, like, fuck no. (laughs) And then going down into it, I was starting to get, like, super uncomfortable. And then, Justin, like, I shit you not, man, like, the tunnel turning into a throat and then being stuck and melted, that is a nightmare of mine. Yeah, um, I also suffer from a severe claustrophobia. Oh, I Uh have just been texted that the storm has started. (laughs) Okay, well, we're almost done, luckily. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um... Yeah, um, I, the ending really fucked me. <laughs> like it, it did too. Like I said, this went from a, a easy one. I ended up giving it a four and a half because that last fifteen minutes, if it had gone on longer, or if that had been more of the focus of the movie, like I, like 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 you said, all I could think of is like we need to do the descent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I gave it a five because I the the ending sequence of this movie like really pulled this movie up from what was going to be easy like oh this movie is bad (laughs) um it was fucking stressful when they were like following them around and then when they started to crawl i hate it i hate it when they crawled through the first tight one i was like i could feel my skin like no just don't i am happy to know that if you and i are together people start talking about that you and i will give each other a high five and we'll walk the fuck no i will have always I've been around people who want to do like go like never. down cliffs like never. caves and stuff and I'm like nope never. fuck that never I, ever, hey, ever I'm good out here like I keep never. it wide open yeah I'd much rather get lost in the woods and deal with Blair Witch than go down the caves with gremlins and throat monsters <laughs> for plot I gave it a five and a half you gave it a five for cinematography I gave it a four you gave it a five for audio we both gave it fours and for how scary I gave it a three and a half you gave it a five that gives it a here's Johnny final score of a forty five. I hear the scrolling. <laughs> um, Justin, it is yes. tied with one other movie, that movie being Jigsaw. The film above it with a 46 is White Zombie, Resident Evil, The Final Chapter. And if you remember this one, Justin, Rare Exports, the Dick Santa Claus movie. Right. And by the way, how the fuck have we not talked about the new Saw trailer? <laughs> That's a good question. We can save it for after the break. And then 
film-wise underneath of it, we have Basil Booth, Friday the 13th Part 2. I don't Life. remember Basil I don't remember Basil Booth. Which one yes, was that? Know. That's one with the kids getting murdered. It was oh, Matt's right. pick. Oh, right. Okay. Well, there's a reason I don't remember it already. <laughs> you blocked that one out. All right, everybody. We're going to play some music probably from Twilight, and we're going to head on in <laughs> to the closing. Rachel, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. We love you. Um, and we enjoy seeing movies that we would not have heard before. And, yeah, we appreciate you. And hopefully yeah, Justin absolutely. gives you a hug for me when he sees you next week. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely I will. Um, our next review is going to be The Last Voyage of the Demeter. See, there's a reason for the vampire stuff. Yeah, okay, that's fair, that's movie. fair. Yeah. It's being directed by Justin's favorite director, the person who directed... Uh, Scary stories to tell in the dark. Is it the same fucking person? I am like, oh my god! I, god damn it! If I knew that, I would have fought to not watch it. You can't tell me no on vampires. Yeah, that's fair. Fuck. You know what? Can I tell you something? A a FromSoft game. I won't tell you no. So I won't be happy. But okay, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I will tell you this. I did see a trailer for it before talking. It looks like it is going to be dog shit. I know. Oh, no. Okay. I'm hoping it's not, but I think it is. Oh, it's going to be. Oh, that's okay. Whatever. Oh, fuck. So that's what's coming up next. We are wrapping up uh, the season. So yep. everybody make sure you're ready for it. And then we got some more stuff coming up. Patrons, stick around. I have a question for Justin at the campfire. And until next time, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, you guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in there's some pretty cool tears so head on and look at that but until next week see you guys later